Is that loud? Oh, these stupid headphones. We have to get a more professional start to the podcast. Broadcasting from Edmonton's majestic used hubcap district. Um, it's a it's a podcast. I just can't pull off a onesie. No, neither can I. Uh, that's not good. Kids today with their inline skates and their long boards that roll over everything. Totally weird and wild. It works, but it's weird. You know what's underrated? Ravioli. Oh, God, that's awful. It smells like smoke coming off someone's ass. My God, do people not know I'm at work? The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. <laughs> Is it gross when I clear my throat right into the microphone? Yes. <laughs> it's even grosser for the person who has to use that microphone after you. Remember there was a guy who worked in this building. I'm going to keep it as vague as possible to not hurt feelings. Okay. Who, before every time he cracked the microphone, you could hear him from a great distance. Just going, ha, ha, ha. Just clearing the pipes. Oh, hang on. I don't know who this person was. Is this someone I know? Oh, yeah. Hmm. I remember that. Oh, boy, do I remember that. In the studio we work in? It's one of those things I pick up on. No, it was on the studio down the hallway. Okay. You had to uh, save him from a giant puddle one day. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that guy. Hmm, no, still not coming back to me. No, I know who you're talking about now. Just clearing oh. the chamber. Oh, I did. I never noticed that before. Holy cow, it was disgusting. Maybe I was drowning him out clearing my throat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, racking one into the chamber. Oh, oh, that's a gross noise. It sure is. Yeah. It really is. Uh, I know you tapped out after a certain point, but the Grammy Awards went down last night. Oh, yeah. For the most part, I mean, it was a bit of a snooze fest. It sure was. It was. They had it so dialed in last year when it was just musical performances. Yeah, it was a lot more intimate. Yeah. I mean, the... They still didn't give out a ton of awards during the telecast. But it still seemed like, I don't know, there was a lot of space in between everything. I, I don't know what it was. Yeah, and a lot of the performances were stuff that I would never listen to on my normal day-to-day. Yeah. There was one, though, that stood out to me, and I'm going to just say it. I don't like country music. <gasps> what? I can't do it. I can't wrap my brain around it. It's just well, it's a genre. I know that. I know it. They pack stadium. I know it has a huge rabbit fan, especially in this province. But it's just something I've never been able to digest. I think it's just I can't do it. I know who you're talking about, though. Did have you turned the corner because of that? There was a guy last night, he won the country album of the year award and gave his speech. And I was kind of like, whatever, man. I can't listen to this Toby Keith, Keith Urban, whatever style of music. It's and then not he, that. He performed a few minutes later, and it kind of blew my mind a bit. Oh, yeah. It was not his. So uh, Chris Stapleton is his name. <laughs> I never. That, you've never heard of him? I'd, I'd heard the name. I'd never heard yeah. a second of his music before. I just expected it to just be. That same old kind of pop country? No, that no. Seems to be big now? No. And this guy came on, and it was more blues and rock than it was country. It leaned more, um, you're right. Like Keysish, but. Yeah, it, it's bluesy. It's dirty blues at times. And it's, he has maybe one of the greatest voices in the history of recorded music. Holy cow, he was bringing the thunder. I'm sitting oh, there yeah. being like, what? Yeah. It kind of shook me to my core because suddenly I'm questioning, am I a country music guy now? Not all country music is about, you know, Pyramid of Cans and the Pale Moonlight 
or red solo cup. Holy it's cow. not all that. And it's not no. all about gonna put on jeans and kiss my best girl on the dirt road where we grew up. You know, like that. There's country music, modern popular country music is all about nostalgia. It's all about, ah, things used to be way better when we were young. But guys like Chris Stapleton, they sing about hurt. And, yeah. Yeah. And another guy you should try out too, who's sort of in that same catalog would be uh, Sturgill Simpson. Okay. I've heard of that name too. Sturgill Simpson might be, uh, this is going to sound terrible. He, he might sound a little twangier, but like good twangy. So Sturgill Simpson, Chris Stapleton, listen to them all afternoon today. Well, just, I'll, I'll play a clip of the song he played last night. Okay. It's called Cold. Sounds like this. There was a point there. Where there was a wailing guitar solo or two. And oh yeah, there was two solos in that song. It was wild, yeah. and yeah, his voice is spectacular. And you know he's good because he doesn't have the look. Like at one point, that's was the it, most refreshing part. Is it Keith Urban or one of them came Keith up Urban. to present an award yesterday, and he was wearing a suit jacket with a vest, but then no shirt underneath, so you could just yeah. get a glimpse of his chest tattoos, and he's got the perfectly coiffed hair. He flat irons his hair. Oh, my God. Chris Stapleton does not flat iron his... I would be surprised if Chris Stapleton has had a haircut in the last five years or trimmed that beard. He has a huge, scraggly beard. He had a big cowboy hat that covered the rest of his face. Like yeah. You could hardly see the guy, and yeah, I was sitting there just kind of mesmerized, and it blew my mind a bit that not all country music is... Pre-packaged. Yeah, that really poppy. Yeah. Because then Carrie Underwood performed later, and that was not for me. Ooh. But uh, that Chris Stapleton, I, I thought it was the best performance of the night. You know who else is really, really good? And her music might not be for everybody, but Brandy, uh, Brandy Carlisle. Oh, man, the pipes on her. Holy crap. She has an amazing voice. And again, you might not like the music, but take a listen to just the way she belts it out. And the one thing about Brandy Carlisle that's always cool to see is those two guys in her band are actual twins, the bass player and the guitarist, and they're like identical twins. They dress the same and everything. So she's flanked. It's interesting to look at because she's out front and then she's flanked by these two bald guys. When she was uh, singing, doing her performance last night, I was just thinking like, she doesn't look like she's trying that hard. Like she's not straining. No, she's not pulling the Celine Dion where she's pounding her chest and making power fist moves. No, it just comes out of her. Yeah, she was just kind of effortless for her, and yeah. it was crazy. The grant for the most part, award shows are a waste of time. But the Grammys, at least, you get to see the talented people do their skill. Yeah, yeah show the off Oscars. Their maybe what they should do is when you get called up on stage to accept your award, you have to act out the scene. From That'd be way more entertaining. Oh, yeah, where the host pulls the scene. Okay, uh, Matt Damon. I know he wasn't up for anything this year, I don't think. Uh, Matt Damon, okay, you need to perform. Uh, oh, you need to do the uh, Dead Poet Society. He was in that, right? Uh, Goodwill Hunting. Goodwill Hunting. That was the movie I was thinking yeah. of. <laughs> you need to do a scene from Goodwill Hunting, your first movie, and go. And be, if you can't pull it off, you don't get the award. That'd be way more entertaining. Instead, yes. you just see the beautiful people sitting in beautiful clothes, whereas yeah. the Grammys, at least you get to watch them perform. Yeah. But okay. Chris Stapleton, kind of, am I turning the corner on country? 
This is the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. I learned this morning on the show, I'm a horribly impatient person. I think other people have told me that before, but yeah, it just sort of kind of confirmed. I have been told that. And um, yeah, I, I don't have the patience to wait in line for things. If I'm going somewhere and I just see a crowd. Yeah, I'll turn around and go home. That's enough. I'll <laughs> go home furious. Yeah. It'll ruin my day. But, but that's why you don't that. wait until one o'clock on a Saturday afternoon to go to Ikea. Get up early. Go then. Beat the crowd. You're listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Uh, Bryce, we got this text. Garner and Bryce, my wife and I went out for dinner Friday night for our anniversary. Happy anniversary. Cute. Uh, we had a reservation, so we walked right in and got seated. Another couple came in just when we arrived and were told it would be a two to two and a half hour wait. They said, okay, and sat down on the chairs at the entrance. Those are always weird chairs to wait on, too. They're always slammed so close together. You're... Yeah. Yeah. Underneath the payphone. Everybody coming, making payphone calls, you know, you're just in the way. Anyway, this person goes on to say, My wife and I took our time. Appetizers, drinks, entrees, even dessert. When we left, the couple was still waiting. I should add that this restaurant is good, but I'd be surprised if it was anyone's favorite restaurant, Jay. Hmm. Oh. That's a long time, to two to two and a half hours to wait? And Ooh. you just sit there? I. You know what? I would never do that for the reasons... I would run out of things to talk to my wife about when our table was finally ready. I would have, you know, used up all my conversation. My conversation tank would be empty by the time we actually got seated. I actually, you know what, when I do go out for dinner with her, I insist on taking separate vehicles so that I don't use all my conversation on the way to the restaurant. That way we just appear at the table and we can talk about all those things. Mm, your chatter strategy. Yeah, it is. It's a chatter strategy. That's exactly what it is. I didn't even think of that. That's very true. You don't want that tank to run empty before you get seated at the table because then everyone will just see you not talking and they're like, and oh look, my God. Look at that miserable old couple. Yeah, Ooh, you, you don't, don't ever. That. I don't want to be that person ever. I couldn't wait two and a half hours. If it's any longer than 30 minutes, you lost me. Two and a half hours, that's enough time to go somewhere else, have a meal, build up an appetite, and then come back again. Put your name on the list, and then come back. That's I don't know. brutal. Two and a half. I couldn't do that. I, th I think my time is worth more. Oh, my. I always think about that, too. And it, it always amazes me how long some people will wait for things. Whether it's a restaurant table, I don't know, a, a movie ticket. Like, what is, what, 30 minutes for you? Oh, yeah. And even then, that'd be the longest 30 minutes of my life. Yeah. I, I think when that Jollibee opened just down the road from us. Is it still lined up all the time? I don't think so. I don't think it's like it was. I drive by it every single day on my way home, but it's just become a part of the background now. I don't notice it anymore like I used to. People were camped out for days for that. That thing. was nuts. That was crazy. Two and a half hours for a table at a restaurant, though. Yeah. This is the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Candace said, I waited in line almost three hours for a free cinnamon bun at a local cinnamon bun shop when it first opened. It was not worth it. I still regret it to this day. But after an hour and a half, we felt kind of committed and just had to follow through with it. Well, Candace, I'm going to give you 500 points for being committed. But that's not a great use of your time. 
Somebody else said, we camped out in front of St. Andrew's Golf Course in Scotland a couple of years ago to get a tea time. Got there at 11 p.m. Clubhouse didn't open until 7 a.m. We got an 11 a.m. tea time that morning. It was a lot of fun. Met great people. Saw a nice sunrise. But when you sleep outside the golf course, like what kind of round of golf do you have? Like, are you able to even function? What about you? What have you waited a long time for? Or are you horribly impatient? It's the Gardner Show Express Kelly Podcast. I think maybe when I read these texts, I realize what a horribly impatient person I am. Like, I won't wait in line for anything. My cutoff, like if I go to a restaurant, they're like, oh, it's going to be a... I might wait for 30 minutes, but I wouldn't wait any longer. Yeah, you're getting... That's pretty much my limit, too. Yeah. And even then, the whole 30 minutes, I'm doing the... Go ask. Go ask if our table's ready. Watching. Go, no, you go ask. Watching everyone who is eating to see who's wrapping up. Yeah. Are they almost done? I think they're almost done. Uh, oh, they paid their bill already, but they're still sitting there. Come on. I'm starving. Uh, hey, listening from Halifax right now, a Popeye's just opened here. It's screwing up traffic with easy two-hour waits. WTF. Now oh, the siren song of Popeye's Chicken. It's a strong, familiar song. It's a song you can't get out of your head. Yeah, it'll get you. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody else said, I waited two days for a spot getting into school at Nate. Me and a few girlfriends slept in lawn chairs to get into the welding apprentice program. This was 10 years ago at the main campus, Brenda. You know what? Those young punks now with their fancy online registration, they know nothing about sleeping in a lawn chair. It's the most responsible thing I've ever heard. Waiting in line. <laughs> to get to, into the welding program. To get into school. Uh, that's awesome. You're listening to the Carter Andrew Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. How long people will wait in line for stuff? The, the text came. Somebody saw a couple wait over two hours for a table in a restaurant on Friday night. That's insane. I draw the line at about 30 minutes. And even then, I'm starting to lose it by the end of 30 minutes. Yeah. Uh, somebody said, Garner, I once queued for over six hours to get into a free Smiths concert, and we still didn't get into the show. This was in 1988. Ooh. Ooh, six hours, and you miss out on the show. You didn't get to hear how soon is now. But think of all the stories you have, of the time you spent six hours in line for nothing. Oh, uh, this is, oh, I don't know who this is from. It says, my boyfriend and I slept in the box of his truck to get first tracks at sunshine in the new millennium. Unfortunately, we slept in. Oh, how do you sleep in when you're sleeping in the box of a truck in the sunshine parking lot? I would get about five minutes of sleep. Yeah, that would be wildly uncomfortable. That's one of those things of a good idea on paper, bad in real life. Mm-hmm. I appreciate the effort, though. Somebody else says, I have two wait stories. One, I waited from 6 a.m. until 7.30 p.m., for Star Wars Phantom Menace opening. Whoops. Uh, the other was back in the 80s at a restaurant on the west side. Their GM had the brilliant idea of instead of seating people as they arrived, they had a game wheel with your number on it. We waited for 45 minutes. More and more people kept getting more and more frustrated. People started leaving and they got rid of the wheel. ASAP. Russell. So... You would win your way into the restaurant? What a terrible idea. So someone who showed up 
to be in within 30 seconds and you've been waiting an hour. Got in before you. Just have to sit and watch them go in and eat. I would be livid. That is a terrible business idea. <laughs> it's a terrible, <laughs> terrible plan. That's something else we should talk about sometime too. Like the worst business idea you've ever heard of that somebody actually tried. Uh, let's put that in the book. We got to discuss that one day. Because I'll never forget my friend Kent back in the day in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. He's the guy where the some entrepreneur put pizza ovens in the back of a cube van. And you'd order pizza and they would make the pizza in the back of the cube van while they motored towards your house. What's the worst that could happen? Go around a corner too fast and you get third degree burns. <laughs> the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly podcast. We're just talking about, like, what is your... What is your cutoff for standing in line for something? I will, like, normally, like a restaurant or something, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, maybe. But only if they will do that thing where they take your number and then they text you on your tables, right? I don't want to stand in that little vestibule area or whatever you call it. Vestibule, there's a big word. Is that a word? Somebody said, I took my kid on a cross-Canada road trip. We went to the CN Tower there was at least a two-hour wait. They have an option to pay something like another $130 each to go to the front of the line. Best money I ever spent. Yeah, that tends to upset people when you can pay to go to the front of the line. Thank you for that. Uh, oh, Diane's got a hot take. I will wait no more than 30 minutes. There are no restaurants worth more than that. I can drive five minutes and eat somewhere else. I don't think people value their time. Like when the eco station has their free days and people will sit in line for two hours just to save 20 to $50. Diane. Uh, how about you? 10029. How long will you wait for something? You know what too keeps coming in here? Uh, because I have no university education, I wouldn't know, but... A lot of people are saying back in the day, it's like you had to line up to get into classes. Like you had to line up to register for classes, and now you can do it all online. Uh, <laughs> oh my God, here's another one for Popeyes. Where's this one from? Uh, we heard from Halifax Popeyes. Oh, also, a few minutes ago, I mentioned uh, we should one day talk about like just terrible business, flawed business ideas that actually somebody attempted. And I mentioned there used to be this business that a friend of mine worked for in Saskatoon where you'd order a pizza and they would make the pizza for you in the back of a cube van, you know, right next to the hot ovens while they sped across the city to bring that pizza to you fresh. And we would always laugh about that because that just seems like a horrible idea for a business. It sounds really unsafe. And then everybody's like, hello, chicken on the way. Is that why it was called Chicken on the Way? They would make deep fried chicken in the back of a vehicle while they sped through the city? That's not what that was, was it? Thanks for listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Theme music by Garner Andrews. Guests of the podcast enjoy old candy in a jar that's unlabeled. Mmm, mystery candy. <laughs>